When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to Band Biographies. I'm Tom Austin Morgan, your host, and I'm here to let you know what's been going on this month since the last two episodes went out and what you can expect from next month's episode. Firstly, I'd like to extend my grateful thanks to both Them Fantasies and The Sewer Cats. Both conversations were really interesting, enlightening and fun. I hope you'll agree. And despite the fact that the music they make is poles apart, both bands' conviction in their art and enthusiasm when talking about it were utterly infectious and inspiring. Unfortunately, it's unlikely I'll be seeing them fantasies live anytime soon, but I have been checking in regularly to their social media to check out what they're doing on there that's opened them up to a wider fanbase, and I kind of get it a bit more than I did when I spoke to them. However, it looks quite likely that I will be meeting the Sewer Cats next month, and I'm really looking forward to that. Perhaps one person who will get to see them fantasies is previous guest on the podcast, Louise Aubrey, who's recently relocated to LA to start writing and recording new material. Meanwhile, she's released a new video for the song Dark from the album Antonio, which she came on the show to talk about last year. If you've not listened to that interview, you should do yourselves a favour and check it out. I'll be sure to keep you abreast of what she's doing and we'll hopefully have a catch up with her at some point in the future. Now there have been no new reviews for me to read out from Apple Podcasts this month. I know we podcasters go on about it, but ratings and especially written reviews really help with the visibility of the podcast. So without wanting to beg, please go and leave a review of the show what you like about it, maybe even what you don't. Or, if you can't think of something to say about band biographies itself, tell me about your favourite band, the best gig or festival you've ever been to, your favourite song or album. I simply enjoy talking about music of all stripes, and if anyone leaves a review, I will read it out on these episodes. Speaking of talking about music, I guested on the Love That Album podcast, which is a brilliant show that I've listened to for years now. The host, Morris, and a guest, in this case me, discuss a variety of great albums from the rock, jazz or folk genres in some depth. Morris has a wide musical taste and covers really diverse acts, some of which I've never heard of, but the conversations are always interesting and educational. The episode should be available from the end of April, which is apt because it corresponds with the 44th anniversary of the first Rock Against Racism concert at Victoria Park in London on the 30th of April 1978, which featured, among others, the Tom Robinson Band. The episode I guessed on is about their first album, Power in the Darkness, although it also deals with a lot of the political and environmental history of the time, because there's a lot of context around those themes on the album. It was a delightful chat with someone who has such a wealth of knowledge and made me feel most welcome, so I hope you'll go and find Love That Album podcast, and not just listen to the episode I'm on, but have a rifle through the back catalogue. There'll certainly be a lot that you're familiar with, 
but there are also some great surprises to be had too. Thanks for having me, Morris. And now, the news. A trailer for the upcoming Sex Pistols miniseries has been released. Called Pistol, it's based on Steve Jones's autobiography, Lonely Boy, Tales from a Sex Pistol. Danny Boyle directed the series, which will air on the 31st of May on Hulu and Disney+. A companion compilation album, of which John Lydon disapproves, will be released on May 27th via the Universal Music Group. The on-set pictures have looked atrocious, and I don't hold high hopes for this show, but I'll give it a go as there's not much Danny Boyle has done that I've disliked. Expect a review. Punk icon Jordan, aka Pamela Rook, has passed away. She was 66 and died after a battle with bile ducts cancer. Her family released a statement that read, She died peacefully a stone's throw away from the sea in her hometown of Seaford, East Sussex, in the company of her loving family at 9pm last night, Sunday April 3rd. After a short period of illness, she succumbed to a relatively rare form of cancer. Jordan, Pamela Rook, has left her mark on this planet, whether it be as the Queen of Punk or for her veterinary work and countless prize-winning cats. She lived life to the full and was true to herself and others throughout the whole of her life. She was totally trusted and respected by all those who knew her. Jordan was a wonderful woman and will be remembered for countless decades to come. Jordan worked with Vivian Westwood and helped shape the look of British punk in the 70s, along with Sue Catwoman and Susie Sue. She also managed Adam and the Ants, as well as singing on their song Lou. She went on to become a veterinary nurse and bred Burmese cats and released her autobiography Defying Gravity Jordan's Story in 2019. My condolences go out to her family, friends and fans. The Clash's Combat Rock album is being re-released in May for its 40th anniversary. The new version will include b-sides, bonus tracks and related releases on a second and third disc. The reissue also includes pictures by Penny Smith and a History of Frestonia essay by Tom Vague. Bad Religion and UK Subs will be playing a selection of dates in June in the UK. They're playing at the O2 Kentish Town Forum in London on the 3rd, the Academy One in Manchester on the 4th, Newcastle University on the 5th, Rock City Nottingham on the 7th and the Marble Factory in Bristol on the 8th. What a week that'll be. Chris Bailey, co-founder and lead singer of Australian punk band The Saints, passed away at the age of 65 recently. The band released a statement on Facebook that reads, It's with great pain in our hearts that we have to inform you about the passing of Chris Bailey on April the 9th, 2022. Chris lived a life of poetry and music. The Saints released 13 albums, the last of which being King of the Sun in 2012, and the band were inducted into the Australian Recording Industry Association Hall of Fame in 2001. Chris Bailey also released seven solo albums himself, the last of which was Bone Box in 2005. The Interrupters have announced the release of a new album called In The Wild, which will be out on the 5th of August via Hellcat and Epitaph Records. The band have also released a video for the lead track In The Mirror. The Interrupters will be touring the US with Flogging Molly this summer. Now I have to admit, In The Mirror didn't really hit the mark for me. 
It wasn't as anthemic as I felt it needed to be. I'm sure with a few more listens it will grow on me, but it just seems like they've thrown all the elements that typically make up an Interrupters song, but somehow it lacks energy. Also, if your lyrics claim that you've taken two years to write a song that's so perfect, you're on a bit of a hiding to nothing. But I'm looking forward to the album dropping though. Circle Jerks have postponed more of their shows as singer Keith Morris continues to recover from COVID-19. The shows affected are their two nights at Irving Plaza in New York, Black Cat in Washington DC, The Broadberry in Richmond, The Orange Peel in Asheville, Brooklyn Bowl in Nashville, Masquerade in Atlanta, and Tipitina's in New Orleans. The band released a statement that reads, We had hoped it wouldn't come to this, but our fearless singer, our dude, Keith Morris, is headed home to rest for 10 days as he recovers from COVID-19. This will not stop Keith. You have no idea how ecstatic we are to be on tour for the first time in 15 years. Seeing your excitement every night has made it all worth it. Thank you. We plan to announce all rescheduled shows in the next week or two, and we will start the tour again on Tuesday, April 26th in Austin for two nights at the Mohawk. Get ready, Texas. We will continue to provide updates on Keith and all things Circle Jerks on our socials. We wish Keith a speedy recovery and cannot wait to see you all soon. L7 is reissuing 1992's Bricks Are Heavy for the album's 30th anniversary. The album has been digitally remastered by Howie Weinberg and will be out on the 30th of September via Licorice Pizza Records. The band has also announced the North American tour dates for October 2022, where they'll be playing Bricks Are Heavy in full on each date. I bought a new album this month. Wet Legs' debut self-titled release came out at the beginning of April. I've been looking forward to this ever since I heard Shay's Long and Wet Dream, which I instantly fell in love with last year. Luckily, the album was recorded back in April of 2021 before anyone except maybe the record label and a few of their friends knew who they were, and so it doesn't try to capitalise on repeating the success of the first couple of songs by trying to replicate them, which I'm sure would have been tempting, especially from the record label's point of view. Instead, the album sounds surprisingly well-rounded and not gimmicky at all. I'd worried that it was all going to be a bit gimmicky, but I'm glad to say that it isn't. Wet Leg is a collection of 90s and noughties era indie that is by turns dreamy, lush, hooky and thunderous and layered, with lyrics saturated with millennial disaffection, anxiety and overwhelm. The tracks that bookend the album are among the best examples of this. Opener, Being in Love, in which a satisfyingly original twist on the idea of infatuation as mental instability is relayed through the medium of scuzzy, delicate rock, and Closer, Too Late Now, a stormy tribute to opportunities passing you by and alienation setting in. The quarter-life crisis rendered in messy, anxiety-riven circular thought patterns is perhaps the unifying motif of Wet Leg. On the psychedelic I Don't Wanna Go Out, whose recurring riff nods to Bowie's The Man Who Sold the World, the narrator is almost 28 still getting off my stupid face. On Angelica, Sourly chiming guitars soundtrack a woman miserably going through the motions at a party, eventually fantasising about killing everyone there with a ray gun, with added pew-pew sound effects delivered by bandmate Hester Chambers. Oh No reflects on the infinite scroll while only just managing to suppress screeching panic. 
There are more in-your-face tracks, with its hummed bassline and ambling raucousness, Supermarket's tale of being stoned while doing the big shop recalls first-wave British punk in spirit and subject matter. While Wet Dream achingly rejects the idea of being the object of masturbatory fantasies, but there is a maudlin air to these too. The music is more muted and bittersweet than on Shays Long, as are the jokes. That Teasdale and Chambers are able to treat great lines like throwaway remarks, as on the sweetly encantery Loving You, which features the jibe, I hope you choke on your girlfriend, is proof that they have wit to spare. You have to concede that in the content-saturated streaming age, arriving with a bit of a goonish novelty probably isn't a bad way to kickstart a career. Wet Leg have certainly got people listening, and by channeling their sense of humour and showmanship into a series of tracks that are far more nuanced and three-dimensional than the, some would say, infuriatingly repetitive song that made their name, Shays Long, they've ensured their debut album is well worth hearing again and again and again. Now, on to this month's episode. On the 1st of May I will be releasing another interview. Now, this man has played in bands with Adamant, Rat Scabies, Marco Peroni, Annabella Lewin, Guy Chambers of Robbie Williams fame, the Dandy Warhols, and the Palm Desert musicians Dave Catching and Chris Goss, and more recently has started a punk hip-hop project with rapper Jenna Dickens called Rude Girl Plus CC, which Iggy Pop has reviewed favourably on his BBC Radio 6 music show. Some of you Adam Ant fans will know him as Chris De Niro, but his real name is Chris Constantino, and we got on like a house on fire. I'm really looking forward to hearing what you guys think of this one. We spoke for over two hours and didn't even touch on everything he's done so far, so I'm sure there'll be a follow-up interview in the pipeline at some point in the future. As ever, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. Now take care of yourselves, and until next time, see you in the pit. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.